0: Hey friends, if you've ever found yourself frustrated that your content is not being seen on social media and wonder what it would be like to actually gain qualified leads by your post, stick around. In this episode, I talk with meta-certified digital marketer, Megan Buggy, who sheds light on when you know it's time to start running Facebook and Instagram ads and how you could start converting leads into paying clients for $5 a day. Hang tight, she's about to spill all the goods. Welcome to the Equipped Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Lacone and I am a business and branding strategy coach, multi six figure CEO, and I'm obsessed with empowering female entrepreneurs. If you are looking to walk through entrepreneurship equipped with the business skills, strategies, mindset, and well-being to sustainably grow your business, then you are in the right place, friend. My goal in this podcast is to teach you the life lessons and the strategies that I have personally learned over the past decade of being an entrepreneur. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of She Gets Me Entrepreneur Chat on topics guaranteed to boost your business growth and income. If you're ready for tactical skills mixed with some sisterhood real talk about the world of entrepreneurship, then let's make it a date weekly and take this journey together. Welcome back to another episode of the Equip Entrepreneur podcast. Today I am with Megan Buggy. Megan is a meta certified digital marketer who specializes in helping female entrepreneurs be everywhere at any stage of their business using Facebook and Instagram ads. I asked Megan to come on the show because this is an area that is newer for me and I love having guests come on and share their wisdom in areas that will help us all grow our business, become visible, and earn more money, gain more business. And so Megan,
1: first of all, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show today. I am so thankful that you asked me to be on the show. I think this is definitely an area that everyone should be using um, to grow their business. And I can't think of a better platform to be able to reach more people.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited about this. Because as I was telling you, off this episode, this is newer to me, this it's it's not a newer concept to me, but I don't know a whole lot about it. And I do think that it's an area that a lot of people want to know more about, but it's very foreign. And they think that it costs a ton of money, which I know we'll touch on. So before we even get into all the details, because I have so many questions for you, why don't you just briefly
1: tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Absolutely. Um, I've always had a passion for helping people. I actually did a five-year degree in biopsych. I was thinking about studying to be a psychiatrist, um, and then I decided to switch paths. I love doing the research part and studying the brain, but ultimately I decided that I needed something a little less draining on my mental health. So I wanted to find a more positive environment for me to be in. Um, So I took a break from schooling after five years, I traveled, I pursued my dreams of becoming an actress. Um, I kind of had dabbled in it as a younger, um, a younger teen. And then I had always wanted to pursue that as a career. And, you know, as everybody says, you don't really make any money at it, but it's still my passion. So I do do it as a hobby. Um, but then I started a family and when I first had my daughter, I decided it was time to start thinking about what it was that would bring me joy, but also give me the flexibility because as moms and entrepreneurs, we all know that our kids are always bringing germs home and we don't have the time. Um, I honestly don't know how two families that have nine to five jobs make it work like for me, this was a really big thing. My husband has a very set schedule and I needed that flexibility. So as I was trying new things, I absolutely fell in love with Instagram and Facebook ads. And the rest is kind of history.
0: We we joked beforehand, I mean, like I have a kid that right now is sick. I'm like on the verge of being sick. And I can't even imagine being doing anything else other than creating my own schedule and doing this right here. And so I love that you know, you, I also have a psych background. So I'm like, Hey, we have something in common there. Um, So what prompted you to get into what you're doing now and to become a digital marketer and helping people with their ad strategy?
1: Yeah. So I ended up taking this free three day um, training for Facebook and Instagram ads. I really loved it. I was like, how can I incorporate that? And then as a new mom at the time, I was like, I would really like to help other female entrepreneurs, especially moms, to be able to grow a flexible business from home. Um, I think a lot of the gurus, I say that loosely out there, are, you know, teaching Facebook ads or taking on huge clients and, you know, you have to make $10,000, $20,000 a month before running ads. And my um, thoughts on Facebook and Instagram ads is when you kind of use like a multi strategy approach. um, One of the first things you can do is build that brand awareness, right? So we've all been taught that when you're doing organic marketing, that you're supposed to create all this content, get out to all those people but your content's not really hitting a lot of people organically. You really have to be consistent. You have to be on social media 24-7. So I was like, okay, that for a new mom or a family life is not going to be something that is sustainable for people. Being online 24-7, and I'm not saying that people don't do it because they do, and people hire people to do this, but by running ads, you get seen by more people, it takes less time off your plate. So I thought that is the perfect uh, strategy to be able to help these people who are trying to break into business or, you know, grow their businesses. And the whole strategy behind it is that you're not spending 24 seven marketing yourself. So that is really where I came to work with female entrepreneurs, like especially mom entrepreneurs, because I know what it's like to not want to spend 24-7 working. And this kind of takes a lot off your plate. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense.
0: When I started, so I have a background in network marketing. I did it for 10 years and I were talking like 2014. This is when I was on Facebook, totally different time than we are in now. And I know that because I promoted everything, my opportunity, everything that I was about my brand on Facebook and organically, it actually stuck. It did amazing. What I've learned over the years, and it didn't take very long before all of a sudden, like that wasn't working anymore. Like the algorithms change all the time. And one of the things that in my line of work at that time was showing people how to get their content, first of all, how to have good content and then how to be seen, like how to get traction. And I was noticing over the years, it wasn't duplicating, like what I was doing, it did, it wasn't working over the years. And that is when I started to understand the power of, or at least the concept of running ads. But I'll be really honest with you because I think there might be people here who have thought the same thing. We're about to like debunk it. I mean, I know it's coming, but I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to run ads. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like I want people to just genuinely fall onto my content and love it. And the longer that the years have gone by, I'm like, it's, it is the most frustrating thing to know you have really great content. And to spend time on those beautiful graphics and to get one or two likes and to hardly get any views. And I know we say, like, don't worry about it. But when you're trying to grow a business and reach the right people, it can be incredibly frustrating. And so when is it? Like, if someone's listening to this and they're like, yep, that's me. Like, that's where I've been. Like, I know my content's on on point. Like, I am showing up all the time and it's not paying off. Is that the sign that they need to be looking into possibly running ads?
1: Yeah. So I highly recommend running ads at every stage of your business. People get nervous or they think they have to spend a ton of money, but that's just not the case. So as I was saying before, I use a multi-layered ad strategy. The first step is brand awareness. And I honestly like truly believe that this should be done by every single person that has a business. Um, you spend all this time, like I said, creating these organic posts, what we were just talking about, and they don't reach anyone. Or you're like, yes, this is my favorite reel that I did, and two people like it, right? So how the algorithm has changed over the years is that, as you said, people were doing organic content and was doing great. Now there's billions of people on Facebook, right? So how do you get your content to the people who you actually want to see it? Now, For this first step, um, what I normally recommend for people at the beginning of their business is you create these um, reels that are, you know, valuable, they grow, like they show that you know what you're talking about, they're educational, they're things that you want your clients to see. So you then turn around you go into ad manager, and you create an ad and you show your reel to just the people that you want to see it, right? So let's say that I am targeting female entrepreneurs, like I can go in there and I can target like the female entrepreneur association. And I can say I want my reel to be just seen by the female entrepreneurs association. And what I can do is I can put like $2 a day behind it. Now, What this looks like is you're not creating content that is foreign, like how you said. You want your stuff to be seen by people, but you want them to come naturally. We're not telling them anything. We're not saying, hey, come to my page. Hey, buy from me. What we're doing is we're building that like, know, and trust factor just by taking content that we've already strategically created for our organic social media we are going in and we are creating engagement ads for video views to specific groups of people, and that gets your content in front of the right people. So it's still kind of like an organic looking post, but you're just getting seen by way more people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when, and so, and the goal of doing this, obviously,
0: is getting in front of more people and converting those people to customers, paying customers. And so what I would I would imagine. I mean, that's what the ultimate goal is. And so what kind of track record are we talking about here? When when you're working with people to create these ads, what kind of results are they getting? What kind of return on investment are they getting? Obviously, we'll touch on investment and what that looks like. But
1: in general, what is this looking like for people? Yeah, so it really depends on niche. But let's just say that you spend a few dollars a day, let's say, you know, uh, you spend $150 throughout the month on one or two reels, which is really not a lot of money, right? If you're thinking about it in terms of marketing, you know, you can boost your Instagram views by 250% or more just by spending small amounts of money. So whereas your reel might have only been seen by, you know, 100 or 200 people before, now you're being seen by Thousands of people. Mm -hmm. So I think that is really the magic of these is when you're doing engagement ads for video views, you're spending dollars a day, but you're reaching and people are actually watching your stuff that you want to watch them, not just random people out there. You're saying, I want this group of people to see my stuff. And that is who it's going to. So then you know by looking at the numbers, like, Did these people watch my video more than 25%? Yes? Okay, well, then they liked my content. Or are you noticing a theme where it's like, oh, on this video, the audience I'm testing drops off at 50%? What did you say at the last 50% of your reel that maybe wasn't resonating with people. And then you can adjust your organic content, but you can also adjust your content for your ads, right? So it's really, you know, tweaking the messaging, you're doing audience testing, you're getting seen in front of the right people, all by using this simple strategy. So
0: is what you're saying is using content that you would typically be putting out there anyway, and just putting it with an ad strategy so that more people can get it versus more of a high pitch, which I would imagine comes when you need when you need to, if you have something that you want to launch, you have a new masterclass or a course. But what you're saying is to to have a video, a reel or a video, and, you know, put ad strategy behind it and put it out there so that more people can see it. Is there a reason that we do that you're suggesting video? Is that a higher return on investment?
1: Yeah. So essentially what happens when you create videos, um, Facebook favors videos. So they will send them out to more people. When I say Facebook, by the way, in in speaking, Facebook and inter- Instagram, for those of you that don't know, is all one platform, basically. So you've got two different uh, front-facing um, platforms, but in the back, it's all the same thing. So when I say Facebook, I'm talking about both. But what ends up happening is you you post those videos on your organic platform. When you're creating the ad, you are just using an existing post in the back end to take that. So what ends up happening is like, if you know the algorithm at all, like when it comes to organic posting, the more people that see and engage with your stuff, the more that your stuff is shown, right? Mm -hmm. So then let's say we throw a couple dollars behind it. Your stuff's getting seen by more people if those people are engaging naturally the algorithm is taking that and showing it to even more people right so the whole thing is is this is a great starting point the best part about this is that anybody that watches your video even you can like target 25% views anyone that's watched 50% you can turn around and retarget those people they then become your warm audience so when you target them later on your cost per sale is going to come down because these people already know you, they like you, they trust you, they've watched your stuff, you've retargeted them. So I don't know when you're on Facebook if you see certain people popping up all of the time it might be because you watched one of their videos and then they're like, I'm gonna retarget that person or you engaged with their page. I'm gonna retarget that person. So you are constantly front of mind. So if you keep seeing that same person, you're like, oh, they must know what they're doing, right? And, and if they sound like they know what they're talking about or they're giving value, when it comes time for you to purchase something, you're probably gonna purchase from that person, not an unknown person, right? So this is the whole thing. You build these audiences up And then you retarget them later on. So even if you're not ready to retarget, you can at least be building up these warm audiences and getting yourself known by people. Mm -hmm.
0: I was just sitting here thinking back of like, okay, I think I've done different ad things in the past when I have not known what I was doing, which is included now, but I'm learning from you. How was... So there's the boost button. How is that different? If you guys could see her, she's like shaking her head like, (laughs) please, God, no. But... Tell us, tell us, should we be using it and how is it different?
1: Okay, so when you boost something, um, there's not as much um, flexibility with who you can target and stuff like that. So you can boost things to a warm audience. I don't recommend doing it to cold audiences. You also don't have as much tracking to see all of the KPIs and stuff in the back end. So it's very simple. Instead of boosting... To go into your ad manager and pull your post through to the back and create an ad with it. I always recommend that all of your data is in one place. You have more flexibility when it comes to targeting people. Um, And I don't know too, is like if you've seen when you go to boost a post, it's like, what is your total budget and what is your ending date? When you're in the back, I can be like, okay. I'm going to run this indefinitely for $5 a day or $2 a day, and it'll just run until you turn it off. Um, You can also set rules. I mean, that's a more advanced strategy, so I won't get into it, but you could set rules like, you know, if my cost per click hits this dollar amount, turn my ad off. So there's a lot more control over what you can do in the back end versus just boosting a post.
0: So let's say that you have an ad or you decide to start an ad and it's out there. How do you know that it's doing a good job? Obviously the the big bonus is, Oh, you have people like buying your product or messaging you and, and wanting to work with you. But aside from that, how do
1: you know that it's, it's successful? So what I typically say and any type of ad you run everything will kind of be different, different niches. But the general rule of thumb is if your link click-through rate is 1% or higher, you're doing well. So how it typically works is you've got this number called a click-through rate. That number is just saying how many people have clicked anywhere around your ad. So whether they clicked the see more button, they clicked on your graphic, all of that, the link click-through rate is the people that click your call to action button, they want it a step further, right? So we want to take a look at people that have taken action. And we would hope that at least 1% of people have taken some sort of action. Then in terms of video views, I usually say like, if someone has watched the video 25%, I'm hoping at least 20% of those people are watching it until the end. So if you notice a big drop or like a whole bunch of people just starting your video but not fully watching it, there's a disconnect. So there's a lot of KPIs you can look at. Most people will say the link click-through rate is the number one thing to kind of check. Um, And yeah, it's just honestly like when you're first starting out like you wanna make sure people are watching your video when you're you're doing more advanced strategies, like go to my website or purchase something from me, or you're doing a lead, you want to make sure that your link click through rate is at least one percent. And there is a little caveat with that, because I do have a client right now who makes five, six dollars on every dollar she spends, but her link click through rate a lot of times is only point six. So we're tweaking things right now, but I'm not turning those ads off because if I turn those ads off, I'm turning off her money tap basically, right? Like how nice would it be for every dollar you spend that five, $6 is coming into your bank account? So my one thing I do say to people is if you're happy with the results you're getting, you don't turn off your ad because you know, I always say numbers don't lie as well, but if you're happy with what you've got, leave that on and tweak it in a different ad set, because you don't want to turn off the money that you're making.
0: So what is a typical ad investment look like? I know that it can be all across the board. And you've you've thrown out a couple of numbers. But I know for, I don't know, for maybe someone who's listening, who's just starting their business, but they've been trying to get their content out there. They've been trying to be on social media there. I've heard so many people just say I'm so over it. And I, I'm honestly, I'm one of them. I love social media, but I don't feel, I I don't love being on there when I'm just like, is hello, is anybody there? Is anyone reading this? And you just know, like, you know that you can help people, but you just want to be in front of the right people. It's the most frustrating thing. And I've talked to people all the time about it. And there are people who see the value in something like this but they're like gosh it's got to be like so much money there's no way i can see so many benefits in talking to you of why investing in it in a directed way could bring you business and give you that return on your investment but like what what would be what would you start with someone who's never done any you know ads before
1: yeah, so if you've never done ads before, um, I would probably take one or two pieces of content that is like your videos that you've already created or that you want to create, but be intentional about it. You really want to add value. You want people like to see that you're an authority in your um, niche, even if you're just starting out. Right, like you're starting out, you know what you're doing, um, and you take those those videos and even if you could put, I mean, bare minimum, you could put a dollar a day down on them. You can. I always say like, try to do $5 a day if you can. Um, I wouldn't go less than that um, per video if you can. Um, but again, if you're just starting out and you're not planning on running ads anytime soon, um, you can definitely test the audiences, leave them up until they have at least a thousand impressions. Because for me, if you haven't reached a thousand impressions, you don't actually know if your ad's doing well or not. People always turn their ads off too too soon. Um, and then when it comes to lead ads and stuff like that, like, let's say you want to grow your email list, right? Cause that is a really powerful thing to do, especially when you're starting out. I think a lot of people don't do that. You can create a lead magnet and get people on your email list for under $5 per per registration. So let's just say it's going to cost you $5 to get someone on your email list. Like I get people on my email list for $1.25, but I like to give a range and I always like to overestimate so that people aren't disappointed. But let's just say it costs you $5 to get someone on your email list. If you want 100 people on your email list in one month, then you're like, okay, I got to spend $500, right? So you kind of look at what you want your goal to be and you work backwards from that. It's just like with if you have a webinar, um, you know, maybe it's 10 to 15 dollars to get someone to register for your webinar um, and you want 100 people in your webinar, then you know how much you have to spend. Right. So but I do think for these low level ads that everyone should be running, like at the beginning of their business, um, I would say, you know, five, ten dollars a day would be really great to start out
0: and when you're running ads on Facebook which thank you for clarifying because i often forget facebook owns both instagram and facebook it's all the mm-hmm. same are they are they run on both platforms or is it
1: completely different is it one ads manager it's one ads manager and you can actually choose so you can do automatic placement which will run it right across the board it also does it in like apps and stuff like that um, or you can choose just Facebook, just Instagram, Facebook and Instagram, messenger ads, like you can do so much with it. But yeah, if you just do the the very simple, like automatic placement, it goes to Facebook and Instagram.
0: I'm going to ask the question that everybody wants to know, and also probably has asked you how long before you start seeing results?
1: Yeah, so I... Any, if you ask any marketer, they're going to say probably 90 days to start getting like real results on marketing, right? Um, I like to tell my clients because there's a little testing. If you've run ads before, though, like you've got data in the back. And for me, it's like when I look at that data, and I'm like, okay, um, I can see all of the numbers, I can kind of uh, deduce like what the problem with the ads were, and it might take less time. But you're probably not going to see any results for about four to six weeks, especially if you're brand new. Like if you've got a proven funnel, you can definitely get results sooner than that. But I think a good range to kind of have in your head is nothing's really going to happen in the first four to six weeks. And if someone tells you differently, like, I don't know, like I just, I always like to give a little bit more time because you don't want to turn around and be like, Oh, yeah, in two weeks, you'll start getting sales. But then when you don't get those sales, you're going to be disappointed. Do you know what I mean? So um, I do think realistically four to six weeks is a good range to start kind of seeing momentum on your ads.
0: Okay. So my business strategy hat is like fully tight on at this point. So I'm thinking, okay, if we're saying 90 days on average, obviously it's going to depend on what you do and your ad and, and you're in your business and there's something you want to promote then I would assume, first of all, back it up and try to plan at least 90 days ahead of time so that you have time to bring that in. Could you ever have more than one ad running at one time at any point? Or that would that ever make sense? Or are you wanting Always. to target it to one?
1: Always. So constantly I have awareness ads going. When I say awareness ads, there is actually an option in there that says awareness ads. For me, I do engagement ads and I do video view settings. Then on top of that, I have other ads running to grow my email list. Then on top of that, I have other ads that go to my offers when I have offers. So you can have tons of ads going at one time. Um, It really depends on where you're at in your business. But just know when you're creating a campaign, the overall campaign that you are creating is the objective. So if my objective is going to be engagement and getting more views, that is going to be one campaign. I can have lots of audiences in there. I can have lots of ads in there. But that is one objective. Then if I'm doing email lists, that's a separate objective. So it's going to be in a separate campaign. Um, And that's a lot if you haven't seen the back end to kind of take in, but that's kind of how it works. You can have so many ads running at the same time. I know some people that have like 12 ads running at a time, right? So, and it also depends on how many audiences you want to test. Like if you just want to start out and test one audience, great. If you want to start on test five audiences, you're going to have ads running to every single audience and they might be the same audience, but they're separate ads or they mm-hmm. might be the same ad, but they're in separate audiences. So it's really technically different ads. Mm-hmm. This is so interesting
0: to me. So obviously this is a lot. Anyone could probably figure this out on their own, but do they want to? Are they skilled at it? Do they have the time? Why do you suggest someone working with someone like you to set up these ads versus trying to learn and trial and error it on their own, which there's people who do?
1: Oh, absolutely. And unless you are very knowledgeable and you know your strategy... Um, you can tinker around in the back end. I think it's not even necessarily, I mean, don't get me wrong, Facebook back end is always changing. Like sometimes I log in and I'm like, now what? Like there's always upgrades in the back end, right? So staying on top of those is really helpful. And I think it's a time saver because, you know, I already know what's going on back there. Like it'll take me probably like a 10th of the time to do something than it would take someone brand new doing it. But you can easily go in there, click buttons and set up ads. It's all about the strategy. Like that is the number one thing where people are losing money. It's the strategy. If, you know, there's so many factors in an ad, like the number one thing, like what is your hook? The first uh, two to three lines of your ad is the first thing that someone's gonna see. What is your graphic? Like you have to test those. What headlines are you going to use? What button are you going to use for call to action? So there's all of these things. And it's like, because I work with tons of people, um, I kind of know like what works and what doesn't. Um, But if you're just starting out, you've got to test all of these things. So that would be uh one of the top reasons i would say to work with someone um that they are always up to date on what the current trends are they are always in the back end it's going to take way less time and learning ads the right way takes a lot of time so i can't even tell you how many hours like i still um you know almost 4 years in am constantly every week i have a ceo day on fridays And I learn all day. Like I learn marketing, I learn ads, I learn everything. I also specifically got certified from Meta so that I could learn what they were doing because you have all of these people teaching you things, but I'm like, nope, now I'm gonna learn what Meta says, right? So it's it's really important. I think I think anyone can run ads. Like I actually have a free training that you guys can download after on this whole reverse organic strategy that I've kind of been talking about using your organic content, but like anyone can run ads. It's all about the strategy. Like it really is. You need to know your strategy. You need to have a funnel because it does not matter who you hire to run your ads. If you don't have a proper funnel in place, um, your ads probably won't work.
0: So true. So true. You have given us so much wisdom on the, I I could ask questions for another hour, but we don't have an hour. So Is there anything that we have not touched on that you would love to live to, to leave with our listeners that maybe could help them with their ad strategy or get them to that place of, I think I need an ad strategy.
1: Yeah. Um, always. So how I like to work things is I always think of what is your outcome and work your way backwards what do you want your outcome to be work your way backwards? Because, you know, it's all fine for me to say, Oh, yeah, I can get you, like, depending on the niche, like, let's say that there's a marketer in here, and I'm like, Oh, yeah, I could easily get you um, leads for $3 or under for face or for email signups. Um, I mean, I guess people when they ask me the budget or the strategy, it's like, okay, but what do you want? So I always that's why I, like the number one thing I always say is work backwards because knowing the numbers is fine, but what results you want is going to determine how you get to where you're at. So I always tell people too like your warm audience is going to cost less than a cold audience because they know who you are. Which is why I'm like start with your awareness ads. Start with this whole reverse organic strategy Um, where, you know, your organic content's going out to the right people, because then when you go to sell to them, it's going to be cheaper. So I think that if you start with those, um, you'll get a real understanding for who your audience is and test different audiences, test different videos, and then you'll really be clear on your messaging and what your ideal client actually wants.
0: Megan, how can people connect with you and learn more if they are interested in ad strategy or specifically with
1: working with you? How can they find you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram um, all the time. It's uh, Megan and Company. That's my agency. And my name is spelt weird, Megan with an A. So it's M-E-A-G-A-N. So um, I also have a freebie um, that you guys can go ahead and download. Um, It's on the website youradbestie.com, so nice and simple to remember, and it's got a—I believe it's a 28-minute training on how to set these types of ads up that we've been talking about today. And then you'll also be on my email list to get all of the goods on um, how to move forward with all of those ads, and hopefully, um, you can start running ads you know, if you sign up today, you can start running them today. It's that simple. So um, yeah, come follow me over on Instagram. I'll follow you back and um, we can chat ads. I love answering questions over there too. So if you guys ever have any questions, please, please, please just shoot me a DM.
0: We will get all of this information in our show notes. I'll get the download, put it in the show notes, your Instagram, your website. So you guys can, not have to go all the places just go in the show notes we'll have all that there you can find her that way Megan thank you so much i might have a million more questions after this episode like this is just this is great it's fantastic information i know it's going to really help so many people who are ready to get their content out in front of the right people so thanks for being on today thank
1: you so much
0: hey friend i hope today's episode equipped you with what you need to feel inspired to take action or even change and if so, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a review and then share this on social media with a friend or a colleague who could benefit. So much of what I share, if not all of what I share, is exactly what I've walked through. So I relate to you more than you realize. And hey, if you're craving more and are ready to connect beyond this podcast, I'd love to encourage you to connect with me on Instagram. That's at Elizabeth Licoque.